Hello, I'm Dr. Valeria Gaudieri on behalf of the editorial board of Journal of Nuclear Cardiology. This interview is about a recently accepted article which will appear on the journal, entitled Quantification of Myocardial Flow Reserve Using a Gamma Camera with Solid State Cadmium Zinc Telluride Detectors, Relation to Angiographic Coronary Artery Disease. We are today with one of the authors of the manuscript. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hello. I would like to thank you for the invitation. It's a big pleasure to be here today talking about our recently published paper at the Journal of Nuclear Cardiology. My name is Ana Carolina Souza. I'm a physician and PhD candidate at the Department of Cardiology from the Federal University of Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, and I'm the first author of the paper we'll be discussing today. Welcome and thank you for sharing your observation with us. Let me ask uh, first to summarize your study and the new knowledge gained. Single photon emission computer tomography is a well-established non-invasive method to evaluate patients with non- or suspected coronary artery disease. Despite its diagnostic and prognostic values, SPECT has some limitations to identify patients with high-risk motor vessel disease, as well as to discriminate diffuse non-obstructive and small vessel disease. More recently, the introduction of new gamma cameras with cadmium zinc thaloride detectors, or CZT, has attracted a lot of scientific attention due to their improved temporal and spatial resolution, enabling the acquisition of dynamic images and quantification of absolute myocardial blood flow and myocardial flow reserve, which we will call here MFR. In this study, we aim to evaluate the quantification of myocardial blood flow and flow reserve using a gamma camera with CCT detectors and its relation to the perfusion and angiographic severity of CAD. We recruited 55 study participants who had non or suspected CAD and who were clinically referred to coronary angiography. These participants underwent our imaging study protocol, which consisted on a rest-stress one-day protocol. Both rest and stress dynamic acquisitions were initiated sim simultaneously to the injection of Systamibi. Routine-gated perfusion images were obtained immediately after dynamic acquisition, and participants remained positioned inside the camera during all protocol, including pharmacological stress with diperidamol, for around 37 minutes total. At the time of, of angiography, coronary artery disease prognostic-indexed CADPI was calculated for all patients. CADPI is an angiographic risk index that considers the number of obstructed vessels and any significant involvement of the left anterior descending coronary artery or left main. Here, we define high-risk CAD as a CADPI equal or above 37. In our results, we found out that there was a significant reduction in both global stress myocardial blood flow and flow reserve in patients with abnormal SPECT scans. When focusing on angiographic results, we observed that patients with high-risk CAD had a lower global flow reserve when compared to those with non-obstructive disease. In addition to global assessment, we evaluated regional myocardial flow reserve and found that obstructed vessels showed a lower regional MFR when compared to non-obstructed ones. 
there was a significant inverse relationship between maximal luminal stenosis in the major epicardial artery and the corresponding regional reserve. In order to determine a global myocardial flow reserve cut point to identify patients with high-risk CAD, we used ROC curve analysis and described that a global MFR cut point of 2.1 provided a sensitivity of 66.7% and a specificity of 84.6% for the diagnosis of high-risk CAD. So, in your opinion, what are the clinical implications of your results? In terms of clinical implications, our study adds to the current literature by showing that it's possible to obtain myocardial flow reserve using a fast acquisition protocol in a CZT gamma camera in a way that reflects both functional and anatomical severity of CD. From a practical perspective, it holds the potential to enable more centers to start quantifying MFR, especially in sites where PAT is economically or logistically not available. To our knowledge, this is the first description of a fast acquisition protocol incorporating flow reserve quantification to clinical perfusion imaging using this type of gamma camera. The benefits of a faster protocol are multiple, and rely on overall reduced time of patients in the healthcare facility and improvement of positioning artifacts that may occur when patients exit the camera. We defined a global MFR threshold value of around 2.1 to discriminate patients with high-risk CD, and this may be of relevance to clinical practice. When focusing exclusively on vessel obstruction and regional vas vasodilator response, we observed that regional stress blood flow and flow reserve were reduced in the presence of an obstructive lesion, as consistently shown by previous studies with both SPECT and PAT using a variety of radio tracers. In summary, our study shows that quantifying MFR using a FAST protocol in a CCT gamma camera is feasible in a clinical setting and reflects the severity of underlying obstructive disease in patients referred for invasive coronary angiography. As you also mentioned in the paper, there are some limitations to take into account by considering the results of your study. Could you please describe these limitations and how they may affect the relevance of your findings? Our study presents some limitations, including its single-center nature and a modest number of participants included. Besides that, we had a low prevalence of severe multivassal disease, which limited the possibility of subgroup analysis. An additional limitation can be viewed as the use of manual injection, which could diminish reproducibility. However, to avoid this issue, the same operator performed all injections throughout the study in order to increase consistency. All injections lasted 30 seconds to promote a steady and reproducible infusion rate. We consider it important to evaluate the use of manual injection since many sites worldwide do not have access to automated pumps. For last and not least, it's important to highlight that we use an anatomical gold standard for myocardial flow reserve comparison, and this approach is limited as the reserve reflects not only epicardial disease but also small vessel disease, which cannot be appropriately identified using coronary angiography. What else do you think uh, it has to be done? 
there is an increasing interest around the world to study and implement myocardial blood flow and flow reserve quantification using CCTs PACT. From a future perspective, we need large mood center studies to evaluate the diagnostic accuracy and reproducibility of MFR quantification using CCT cameras compared to the non-invasive GOAT standard, PAT. The prognostic value of this method also needs to be evaluated in larger studies. In addition, improvement and standardization of the methodology is needed, including the use of new reconstruction algorithms, automated motion correction, and also the use of scatter and attenuation correction. Any additional comments? I would like to thank all the study co-authors and institutional supporting team for making this project possible. I would also like to thank you and the Journal of Nuclear Cardiology for the opportunity to present and discuss our work at this exciting podcast. Thank you so much. On behalf of the journal, I want to thank you for your, uh, for your contribution and for sharing with us your expertise. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.